Hello. You are listening to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. We are here to walk with parents on their unwanted journey of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope, light, and purpose, not in spite of their child's death, but as a way to honor his or her life. And now, here is your host, author, speaker, and bereaved parent, Laura Deal. Hi. As most of you know, my husband and I live full-time in a motorhome so that we can easily travel for GPS Hope, our ministry to grieving parents. A couple of years ago, we were parked at a campground in a beautiful valley surrounded by small mountains. As I would go walking in the mornings, a few of those times I found myself following a trail that would take me up one of those mountains. One morning, I realized how my walks up these mountains paralleled several things on my grief journey after my oldest daughter, Becca, died. I thought on today's episode I would share those five things with you. First of all, it's a lot of work climbing up those mountains, and when you get to the top, it's wonderful, but you don't get to stay there. You have to work your way back down. The earlier we are in our grief journey, the harder the climb is and the less time we stay at the top. We find ourselves almost immediately tumbling back down the mountainside, back into the valley. With anything in life, mountaintop experiences are great. They're even exhilarating, but we don't get to stay there. And whether we like it or not, it's in the valley where most maturing happens and life lessons are learned, including how much we need to depend on God to be our guide through this life and through this part of our journey while we're here on earth. The second thing is that what kept me moving forward and continuing to go up the mountain was not being able to see the full path in front of me. Now, that may sound strange, but I admit I would not have kept going if I would have seen the full path all the way to the top. I just kept thinking, I'll go up to that point there where it curves, and I'll probably be at the top. And then when I would turn that corner, there would be more path. And I would think again, okay, let me get up to at least that tree up there or that curve up there. And I would get there and find more path. I think we can all agree that it's a good thing we can't see the full path of our lives ahead of time. We can only take a little bit at a time. But that doesn't mean that every corner we turn is bad. It's just unknown what lies ahead. And if we keep going based on what we can see and not worry about what we can't see, we will eventually make it all the way. The third thing is that the last mountain I climbed was taking a lot longer than I thought it would. I was getting really tired, and I started hoping that I would meet up with the path I was on the day before, which would be a quicker way back down. I was hoping those paths would cross. And as I kept going forward looking for that other path, I eventually found myself at the very top of this new mountain that I was walking on. And as I looked to my right, I was shocked to see that way down below me, was the top of the mountain where I had stood the day before. I was thinking I was going to cross that path so I could get down easier, and I kept going 
And I, I was just shocked when I looked down, and I, I'm not kidding, way, way down there. It was like, that's where I, that was the mountain I climbed yesterday. That's where I was standing at, at the top of that mountain yesterday. I had no idea that I was climbing that much higher. As we keep walking on this journey, one step at a time, sometimes it's one breath at a time, one day we're going to discover that we're doing better than we ever thought we could or we would. At the time, though, it feels like we can't go on and things will never get better. But the things that go on inside of us when we're still leaning on God, crying out to Him, we're just still taking this journey day by day and doing our best to to do what we can to live, to survive, because we're in survival mode at the very beginning, especially. When I say the beginning, I'm talking about the first maybe two or three years, not just weeks or months. But things happen so slowly that it can feel like a suddenly, that all of a sudden, today I feel better. Or you realize this week, I haven't been crying every day. It's like there are these sudden breakthroughs occasionally. And so that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So if you're climbing and climbing and you feel like you're getting nowhere, it's okay. You are getting somewhere. Just keep going one one day, one hour, one breath at a time if that's where you are. The fourth thing, quite often I was paying so much attention to the path and my steps, watching where I was going, that I was missing the view, the beautiful view all around me. So sometimes I would just stop and take a look and enjoy what was around me. Quite often, we are so consumed by our grief, and rightly so, especially those first few weeks and months, and it could stretch into a year or two. It's that darkness and the grief just consumes us, and we don't see what's going on around us. But let me tell you, there are good things still going on around you, things that you and I can still be thankful for. And so sometimes we have to force ourselves to put our grief on pause to look for those things. Now, I wasn't planning on saying this, but I want to encourage you. Something that I've talked about before is doing a thankfulness journal. And that may sound absolutely crazy because there's absolutely nothing I can be thankful for. Don't tell me to be thankful that I'm breathing, and I won't because I know I didn't feel that way when Becca first died. But there are things, if you pause and take a look around, there are things you can be thankful for. It might be something as simple as, uh, I had to go to the grocery store and I smelled fresh bread being baked in the bakery and it smelled really good. Just the simplest of things. I was sitting outside in my backyard and this cute little chipmunk went running by and it just, maybe I didn't smell on the outside, but on the inside, I just, I enjoyed watching that little chipmunk. The simplest things that you can possibly think of. I didn't cry in the shower today and every day Get a notebook and every day before you go to bed, write down three to five things that you can be thankful for. And if there are more, keep going. But we need to pause, put a pause on the grief and on the pain and force ourselves to look around for some things that are still good that are going on around us. And that will help a lot. The fifth thing is that I also use those times of looking around at the view to get rested before continuing going up that trail, up the mountain. Grief is a lot of hard work. 
It can take everything we have just to be in survival mode. And it's okay to rest when you're weary, when the triggers hit you so hard and you don't have any energy to even do the simplest things like take a shower or put a frozen pizza in the oven or cut it when it comes out. In the natural, the greater the injury to our physical body, the more time is needed to rest for recovery. We gain strength when we rest. Even if we don't feel like that's what's happening, it is what's happening. And if you're someone who has faced the death of your child, it's one of the worst traumas a person can go through on this earth. There's something that we just know that the worst thing that could ever happen to us is to lose one of our children. And then when that happens, we find out, yes, that is the worst thing that could have ever happened to me. And the experts agree with that. They say that we're going through what is called traumatic grief. It's a trauma that we're dealing with. And they also say that five years and less is considered fresh grief for a parent who has lost a child. You have been through a trauma, and you might even be dealing with PTSD, as many parents are. You don't even have to have been there when your child died, but just the way they died and picturing, I mean, all of that. You can actually have PTSD. It's, it's a real thing with the death of our children. And so rest is not only okay, it's what you need in every area of your life, physically, emotionally, and yes, even spiritually in some ways. You need rest to be able to get to the point where you can function again and live life again with meaning and purpose. Now that was five things, but there is one last comparison I want to share with you, which might possibly be the most important one. I can show you lots of pictures I took while climbing these mountains. I had my phone in my pocket, and it was just so beautiful, and it was just, I, I would take so many pictures. And I can tell you some of the things that God was speaking to me as I was walking up these mountains, but it was my personal climb. Even if you had been with me climbing any of these trails on these mountains, we would have been seeing the same things but through our own eyes and our own thoughts. In other words, we can be on the same path together, and yet we will be on our own personal separate climb. I would only be able to do so much to pull you into what I was seeing and how I was feeling. I could point something out to you, but you would be seeing it through your own lens of life. You would be having your own experience. It would be with me and yet separate from me. Some of our climb would be the same experience and some of it would be very different. I think you can see the comparison here. We are each on our own grief journey. Even if you lost your child from this earth the same way I lost my child, there's no way that I know exactly how you feel. I know how I felt after my daughter died. I know the suffocating darkness I experienced. I know how I would forget to breathe, literally, and consciously have to tell myself to take a breath. I know how I wanted to stop hurting so bad and how the darkness lasted for so much longer than I thought it should. I know how I didn't want to live. I mean, I begged for God to just take me. It didn't make sense in my head because I knew I still had a lot to live for. My husband, four other children. I had two grandchildren at the time. And one of those was 
the nine-year-old daughter of my daughter who had died, but none of that mattered. My heart wanted to go and be with my daughter who was now gone from this earth. And I knew I couldn't stay here if the rest of my life was going to be this painful. I wasn't suicidal. I just didn't want to live and be here anymore. You see, we each have many of the same grief experiences, but it's still all through our own personal journey of our personal relationship with our child who died. I know how I felt, but that doesn't mean I know how you felt. Like I said, even if you lost a daughter the same way I lost my daughter through heart damage caused by chemotherapy, I want to encourage you to keep climbing. If you started and found yourself back down in the valley, go again after you are rested. And even though we each have our own experience, please know that if you are a bereaved parent, we are here at GPS Hope, Grieving Parents Sharing Hope, walking with you every step of the way. I have something exciting and surreal going on right now. My CD has now been released. It's called Together Forever. When I travel and speak, most of the time I will also sing. I've been singing since since I could talk. My mom and dad had my sister and I behind a microphone. It's just in me. So as we travel and I speak and I sing, it seems like almost everywhere we go, people say, do you have a CD? Well, now I can say, yes, I have a CD. If you would like to hear samples of each song, five of these are original songs that I have written based on uh, my grief journey, you can go to lauradeal.hearnow.com. So my name, L-A-U-R-A-D-I-E-H-L dot hear now. Here is H-E-A-R dot com. An easier way to get there would be to just go to the show notes of this episode and click on the link. You can order this CD directly on our website. You can hear the songs on Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, uh, a lot of those uh, music listening places. You can check uh, the songs out there as well. If you want to order the CD directly from us, you can do that on our website. Just go to gpshope.org, go to the store, and uh, go ahead and, and order it. And if you wouldn't mind, please let others know about this CD. Share it with others and let them know so that they can be ministered to as well. These are songs of hope for really anyone who's in deep grief, but it's dedicated to my family of bereaved parents of bereavers. Let's go ahead and do our birthday segment today. We have Katie Mullen, who was born on August 24th, and is forever 19. Christina Michelle Lee was born on August 26th and is forever 26. We celebrate the day that these two girls came into the world and came into the lives of their families. We know this is a day that is still very important to us and I'm blessed and honored to be a part of that. If you would like to have your son or daughter's birthday announced the week of his or her birthday, I would love to be able to do that. Just go to gpshope.org slash birthdays. There'll be a form for you to fill out, submit it, and I will be happy to share your child with our listeners. There will also be a link in the show notes for that. 
For those of you who would like some helpful ideas on how to take care of yourself as you climb this mountain of grief, I would like to send you a free resource. It's called 30 Ways to Bring Yourself Comfort and Take Care of Yourself. It will get delivered directly to your inbox. All you have to do is go to the website, gpshope.org, scroll down about halfway down the page, and you'll find a place where you can submit your name and email address. And we will send this PDF to you right away. And I just want to let you know that when you do that, it will connect you with us, with GPS Hope. And you will be joining over a thousand bereaved parents who receive a weekly Word of Hope email as we are on this journey together. If you want to stop receiving it at any time, there's an unsubscribe button at the bottom of each weekly Word of Hope email. I don't spam you. Your email is safe with us. So we would love to send you this helpful PDF of 30 ways to bring yourself comfort and take care of yourself. And as you are climbing this mountain of grief, remember to hold on Pain eases, there is